Twitter is uh, facing some heat, some big heat. And this is a really interesting story. I want to spend some time on this one and really get your thoughts on this, Tyler. Um, there's a new donor that has entered the Twitter fray and is kind of shaking up what the future of Twitter would look like uh, if there are substantial investments in Twitter and really just just how Twitter is supposed to evolve as a social media platform is now being heavily influenced by a management firm and really one individual. Uh, so this new donor is a, a Republican mega donor. His name is Paul Singer. Um, and he works with Elliott Management. They're a major political contributor and a venture capitalist firm, uh, VC firm. They now own 4 to 5% of Twitter. And with that stake, they're pressuring for some big changes. Um, Elliott Management in the past has pushed companies like eBay, AT&T, with that same kind of moneyed pressure, right? They take a stake, and then they say, all right, I now have a say in what you need to do. Mm -hmm. I'm going to push for mostly CEO oustings and a couple changes of directions. So that's what's happening here. The biggest change is that Paul Singer of Elliott Management would like CEO Jack Dorsey gone. Um, most likely this is because of a numbers drop. Uh, their market performance hasn't been fantastic. It's been about a 6.2% fall since July of 2015. Um, and Elliott Management basically sees Twitter as not innovating its product enough compared to other social media platforms, with the last main update of theirs being the 140 to 280 character expansion per tweet. But beyond that, you know, they had a flopped moments feature that didn't really go anywhere. Um, they changed a couple of aesthetic things. But the actual product itself, what you go to Twitter for as a consumer, they're saying hasn't changed much, and that's a problem, and that's why we're seeing that fall. Um, so, at a Morgan Stanley investor conference, Jack tried to address some of these concerns without directly mentioning Paul or Elliott Management. So, he was, you know, subtweeting, basically, which is great. Uh, here are some of his arguments for why Twitter is where it's at today. So, he said, you know, oh, there's basically no need for concern. Uh, what we're doing is, A, there's a main initiative now for understanding how Twitter plays into elections worldwide. That's our number one concern. Uh, they're rebuilding their core ad server through the first half of 2020 to make the ad experience better for advertisers. Um, they said they, they were doing too many things over the last five years. They have now refocused. They've cut Vine. They've cut on some of the extraneous um, uh, extra features that don't really add value. So we're honing in on our main product. Um, they say the back end is improving. Even if the outward-facing product hasn't changed much, the real innovation is happening under the hood. And that because their market share has has increased and, um, you know, each, oh God, I'm so bad on investment talk, but, you know, the, the, the price of each stock has increased okay. in value. Yeah. So therefore, they have more um, leverage in hiring top engineers and hiring top players in the tech space. So that was his last note there. And then I, th I think... You know, looking at his arguments here, I think it's important to take a step back and really think about how much of this is worthy of an ousting and how much of this is actually a failure that needs to be addressed. So to preface all this, I think there is a bit of a uh, an unmitigated mentality in venture capitalism, in um, 
startup culture, Silicon Valley, that there always has to be innovation and change and growth nonstop. You, no matter what it is, investors are going to pull out unless they see something fresh and new next year to elevate whatever this product is to the next level. And a lot of times that can feel a little esoteric. You know, what the heck does the next level mean? What does continued growth forever mean? Sure. And as a consumer, um, you know, there are a lot of issues with Twitter. Mm -hmm. Um, many of which aren't being addressed by Paul Singer of Elliott Management or Jack Dorsey. But the idea that Twitter as an app isn't introducing some new extra marketplace feature or XYZ feature or whatever, the core competency of what Twitter does has basically stayed the same since its inception. Yeah. And I'd say has been a successful platform. Um, you know, the the... The number of people on the platform, I think, has stayed steady. It might have dropped off a little bit here and there. But, you know, I think their strategies should change. But I don't really like this idea of there always has to be some new widget that therefore justifies uh, angel investors to drop another several million dollars on your company. I think it's a bad mentality that naturally pushes companies to just innovate to innovate and then ends up killing a lot of these companies that are actually, I think, doing the job right. They just maybe need to change the strategy, not necessarily change the entire product as a whole. So those are just my thoughts. Let me finish uh, giving a little outline here, and then I want to hear what you think here, Tyler. But is much of this worthy of a Jack Dorsey ousting? Here is really where uh, reality you know, lines up with what Jack Dorsey's arguing at this Morgan Stanley conference. So he's saying that their main initiative now is understanding how Twitter plays into elections worldwide. Uh, there hasn't been any necessarily concrete action on that other than banning political advertisement on the platform, mm -hmm. which I think, you know, uh, has issues in and of itself. Um, talked about maybe putting labels on fake news. I think that is a very slippery slope. Yep. Um, I, I personally don't think they should implement that feature. I think it's a bad idea. But, you know, that's what they're being pressured to do. Do something to show that you are now addressing um, the election issue of Twitter and the influence it has. There hasn't been any action on that. Mm -hmm. um, they're a bit late on this ad experience change for their advertisers. That was supposed to happen... You know, many years ago, I think Facebook revamped their advertising platform like seven years ago, something like that. Twitter is now late on this. Oh, we need to revamp what our advertising experience is like for our advertisers. Um, again, like I said, the product itself has not offered a lot of changes. I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. But uh, other than the algorithm-based feeds and a flopped moments, there really hasn't been a lot of outward-facing change. Um they finally announced a stories-esque feature, but there hasn't really been official plans for a rollout, no official plans for how it's going to be implemented in which locales, you know, is Twitter Brazil going to get it first? Is Twitter USA going to get it first? We don't really know. It's kind of last minute. Um, and then also Jack made some comment that I'm going to work in Africa six months out of the year, and that's not incredibly uh, exciting to hear, I think, as a venture capitalist um, like... Paul and like Elliot management um, because I think they see Twitter as nosediving and 
you know, we need the captain at the helm of the ship. And Jack, I think, is, um, you know, maybe looking a little too far ahead. He thinks Africa is going to really play into the future of Bitcoin, even though Bitcoin doesn't really have anything to do with Twitter. So, you know, I think he's just being like an Elon Musk-esque kind of entrepreneur right now and wants to, you know, innovate for, um, you know, personal gain or self-interest or whatever, whatever, you know, uh, captures his mind today. Now he wants to do. So that's, you know, I think another issue. But what do you think, Tyler? I mean, do you think that what Paul... And what Elliott Management is pushing for here is worthy of a Jack Dorsey ousting. Do you think Twitter is really, you know, at that brink where it needs immediate direction change? What kind of direction change do we need? What do you think? I think that the biggest challenge for Twitter is that it is a... Is is that, as with any social media platform, its users are also its product, right? right. That 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 is the challenge of Facebook, of Instagram, of Twitter. And in each of those particular social media outlets, TikTok and Snapchat as well, whatever, they're too too young for me. The the kids the kids use those. But um Hello fellow kids. <laughs> hello. Yes. What is up, fellow teens? Um <laughs> So that being the case, uh, each one of them have various ways that you can share content on that particular platform, right? Instagram, largely pictures. I don't really care to read the entire paragraph that you post underneath the picture, whatever. Uh, you, can, you can engage with it in different ways. And I think that the way that Twitter just is, what Twitter is at its core is a text-based platform, right? And so it's going to be a lot of opinions. It's going to be a lot of information. It's going to be a lot of hot takes and this and that and that sort of thing. And I think at a certain point, um, and maybe this is just this is just my take on it, but I think at a certain point, the way that uh, maybe the, the societal climate of the time seems to be not always wanting to have to engage with certain things, right? Not always wanting to have to talk politics, not always wanting to have to engage on, on certain levels. And you much rather just zone out and scroll through Instagram and just see photos. So for me, I think that just the simple, the way that Twitter is set up, the, the platform that it is, doesn't lend itself to volatile times for people that want to escape when they hit social media, if that makes sense. And so I, I almost think that everything that is being kind of thrown around as like, oh, this is this is really, really bad for Twitter, it almost seems to coincide with like a very turbulent political time that people don't always want to engage with. And so on the other platforms, you can kind of get away and find other uses for it. On Twitter, I'm not positive that you necessarily can't. I mean, I know that you can choose who you follow and that sort of thing, but at a certain point, you, you choose to open the app and you choose to engage there. Um, and, and I think that there are times when it's more of just the way that Twitter is set up almost lends itself to failure in this type of time and maybe success in other times. Yeah, I mean, I, I think the issue with Twitter really is just the you know the the core value of twitter which clearly is twitter needs to perform some market share so that its investors can recoup their investments mm-hmm. it's not like twitter's really being birthed to create a platform for honest and respectful discussion where people voice their ideas and people aren't rewarded for punching down or for having hot takes or, you know, engagement isn't measured by who has the most abrasive commentary. Look, I love engaging in hot take Twitter. Like that's that 
I live for it. But it also I know how toxic it can be. And that's just the platform that exists right now. That's how it's meant to operate. That's how it's it survives and thrives. And I think I think both Jack and Paul at Elliott Management have the wrong vision for what needs to reform around Twitter. It's not that we need marketplace or stories to save Twitter and then in another two years we need another widget to make Twitter better. No. Twitter needs to have a complete overhaul of how it makes its money and how people are incentivized to use the platform. Because at the end of the day, the issue that most users have with Twitter is the harassment that happens on Twitter. Mm -hmm. And Jack has made no effort to address that at all. In fact, weirdly ends up, you know, blocking or or trying to stop harassment from people that aren't really even delivering harassment and ends up hurting people that are exposing harassment. I mean, things like that, right? It's just a roundabout cluster, cluster bomb, mm -hmm. you know, to censor myself a little bit. Um, and I just, I, I think people's minds are in the wrong place. And I think that it's kind of a... It's a mentality that is hard to escape when your sole purpose is how are we going to recoup investments from our shareholders? You know, that's not going to really foster how are we going to create a an egalitarian platform for discussion? You know, mm -hmm. it's just it's I I don't think it um it's not compatible. No no comprende, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, that makes sense. This was a snippet from Business Casual with Daniel Litwin and Tyler Kern, your B2B morning radio show. Tune in Wednesdays and Fridays at 9 a.m. Central on the Simple Radio app or marketscale.com slash industries.